Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansoor, and I'm joined by Alexander Volts. And thank you for listening. Uh, I'll be every album ever. That's what we're doing. We're listening to every single album ever, and that's the end. Somehow, uh, I mean, <laughs> it seems like a daunting thing, but uh, we're I, fucking I, nailing it. Dude. I think I think we'll get there. We'll we're, get there. We're refining kind of a rhythm. Uh, cramming all of these artist discographies into one episode so that's what we do we listen to a full discography per episode we talk about what we think that all the that artist's best and worst albums are as well as our favorites least favorites yada 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 today we are you know what fuck that hold on uh plugs sort of if you have any suggestions for artists you want to talk some smack i mean we I'm expecting a lot of hate for some of this shit that this, I say in this. This episode is <laughs> gonna is, kill us. <laughs> I, I already know it. I can already feel it that we're gonna get some hate for this one. It's at least sixty percent rage field for yeah, me. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so you can send all of that. Jesus Christ, what am I doing? To every album ever at gmail.com. Please be nice. You know what? Don't be nice. It'll be funny. If I, if I get some enough interesting hate, I will read it on on the air. Or you know, uh, stay tuned for our. Instagram accounts at the end and uh, <laughs> slide into our DMs. You know what's sliding right now? I'm at Pope Jesse Ventura on Instagram. At Mother Puncture. Uh, anyway, today we're talking about the police. Now, this is a big one. This is a big band. And uh, <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull the bandaid off, all right? I'm going to pull the bandaid off, all right? I, all right? Do hey, it. Are do you it. ready? I didn't know there was a bandaid. Do bandaid it. is... One of the most overrated bands in, in history for me. I agree. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe it. We agree on a controversial topic. I can't, I can't fucking believe it. Well, to me, like there's so many red flags in this band. It's white people playing reggae. <laughs> there's oh, okay. Good start. Good start. Sting being a member in it because yeah. I hate Sting. Sting's not great. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, there can only be one man named Sting. And that is the wrestler. Yes. For professional wrestlers steve borden absolutely you're the only sting to me um but it is the only band i will listen to because the drumming is so good this is a drummer's band i i personally believe i think that's why i picked it we've we've talked about uh guitar players singers mm -hmm. and and here we are we're gonna talk about a, a drummer the, the police are fucking great because of Stuart copeland i started off uh, this project in love with Copeland, and then I fell more in love with uh, Andy Summer, the guitar player. Yeah. So uh, I'll cron you'll you can you'll be able to tell through the podcast where my my love fluctuates right. and where I start to appreciate Andy Summer. Mm -hmm. um, also, another problem I have with this band is um, the the edgy edgy lyrics well coding it in pop music mm -hmm. that's how so that's uh how that's why i'm not a fan of like west coast hip-hop because the police you know uh if you're not listening to those lyrics this fun uh one of the biggest bands in the world uh so many hits uh, and then uh like like roxanne's about a prostitute <clears throat> who kills herself it's a great song though it's a, it is a great song <laughs> Um, sorry i'm sure that's i <laughs> i don't sing ever so I, it, it wouldn't be an episode of this fucking thing if i didn't try to mock the singer whoever it is so get ready for a lot more of that yes i, I honestly do believe though that 
the everyone, at least everyone who's marginally into rock music has a police phase where they, they, they go in hard with this band. I know I did. I, I guess my phase was being a drummer. And then bef- before social media was at its peak, I'd go on forums and, you know, there's drummers everybody talks about. I didn't give a shit. I was like, I don't care how good Mike Portnoy is. Dream Theater can go suck it. <laughs> uh, I don't care how good Neil Peart is. I didn't care for Rush at the time. I'm yeah. just learning to appreciate Rush as an adult. I'm now. still I'm still waiting to get there. I don't, I don't hate them at all. But... I'll, I'll get you there. Yeah. I'll get okay. You- only some of those albums. But uh, yeah, something about Copeland's drumming. I was just so blown away. And then if you look up live videos of the dude, he's a beast. He looks like like playing at every breath you take. He looks like he's, just, if you put it on mute, looks like he's just beating the drum set, <laughs> playing the most intense song ever. It's every breath you he's take. Like every move you Yeah. He he's his style is crazy. He's a very, very, very talented uh person who's a little self-indulgent. Much I, like the rest of the police, maybe. Possibly. I don't think Andy Summers. I think Okay, yeah, I'm I'm just yeah. throwing out allegations. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I I guess oh we'll lay the groundwork down for yeah. how they came to be. Um they were all in previous bands. And I think they were very enamored with the punk scene Mm -hmm. and perhaps even thought themselves to be punks. I would agree with that. Yes. But based on the first album, which we'll talk about. Yes. But but, uh, I think everyone in the punk scene was like, these dudes were in prog rock bands and played with the animals. And one of them is a former teacher. These are the least (laughs) punk rock guys. That that's the most punk rock to be completely different from everyone else. I I agree with you, but you know, uh, and then they had the clever idea. Well, they know we, we aren't punk rockers. Let's book a bunch of gigs in America. And somehow those gigs in America, the steamrolled into, uh, the first album, 1978s, I feel like you should this say this is uh, Orlando Demore. Oh, I thought you were going to put some spice. I'm not because I'm not that much of a douche. Okay. You get a you get a taste of that that blazing fast uh Stuart Copeland drum drum style on there. Yeah, this is this is very fucking punky. This is this is I mean, especially for 78, it's very it's real fast. It's as fast as punk was at that time. Yes. And it's got a lot of reggae elements, which was also a pretty big part of punk at the time yeah bad brains ba- uh, not even yeah bad brains but a lot of british bands too fucking oh yeah like the clash things. yeah yeah it <clears throat> i'm i personally fucking don't hey guess what hey guess another style of music i don't like it's a reggae <laughs> you're not you're not openly reggae yet <laughs> it, i don't because i've been shitting on so many things uh i sound like a total prick but 
it's not that reggae is bad or rock and roll is bad or blues is bad. It's just that they all rely on their genre rather than the actual songs or the songwriting. So like, I'm, I don't, I hate most reggae because I haven't heard a good, like many good reggae songs. Like Bad Brains, I and I Survive is a fucking phenomenal song. It's a reggae song. Yeah. So I don't, I can't say I hate reggae because I love that song. You know what I mean? I'll get you into some Lee Scratch Perry later on. Okay. Um, yes. It, to me, um, I agree with you where a lot of bands who say reggae is their influence, it's it's more like attached to the genre than or like the stereotypes of the genre. Yes. Yeah, not of, so much this reggae artist, this reggae artist. Yeah. 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 Um, I will. I gave this one their their best. This is their best album. Oh, this is okay. So this is what you think their best album is. Their best album. Interesting. Uh, lots of hits on here. Recorded for only fifteen hundred pounds. I don't know what that is American. Uh, these days it's well twenty twenty two hundred twenty one hundred. It's a around there. It's a lot of money now. I'm sure it was even more money back then. Yeah. Uh, for inflation and foreign currency. Um. Yeah, I this, like you said, I think because it's just the three of them. There's so much space mm-hmm. on the album for them to like play with their instruments. Um, I'm gonna read a quote here. Got okay. I got lots of quotes. Okay. So like on Roxanne Coop, Copeland, he has the hi hat be reflective of the guitar and the bass drum and snare be reflective of the bass adding nuance subtle inflections that makes the drums have a dynamic and effective feel to them and the drums on that song are pretty fucking spectacular yeah and that's off the uh offbeat youtube channel gotta give credit where credit's due i'm not <laughs> trying to uh yeah or like some songs like uh can't stand losing you his toms i'm i'm really there's a lot of sometimes yeah they sound like a bass drop on an edm song i'm exaggerating a little bit but um i do that's funny because i can't stop losing you can't stop losing you and roxanne are both really good songs but they're like the same song like in terms of structure the way they're formatted like yeah it they're the same song like listen to them back to back and listen to how they're 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 structured. It's it's interesting. I'm gonna I'm all I'm gonna do that. Didn't I, yeah, I love them both, but they're 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 those two are kind of the same. Different chords, but we'll say can't stand losing you. It's not all good. It's not all good. We get a uh, a taste of how overtly and melodramatic Sting is with his lyrics. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna record his lyrics now. Yep, and you'll be sorry when I'm dead. And all this guilt will be on your head. I guess you'd call it suicide, but I'm too full to swallow my pride. Like, dude, I thought Morsi was over the top. <laughs> this fucking guy. This fucking guy. Uh, but he can have sex for days. Yeah, tantric sex. <laughs> um, you tell me you would you wouldn't forgive him? No, no. I I hate him even. <laughs> I hate him even more now. Than I did when we started this. Really? Yes. Oh man, my my hatred for him grew. See, I I love that because you're primarily in charge of research, and I do not do a lick of research, so I feel the same. I'm glad you got something out of this. Yes, yes. And then uh, I this one quick gush, more gushing over Copeland. His flams, which if you don't play drums, you, you drop your hands down. Same time, one sticks a little higher than the other. You get that like firework. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. 
Blah. Yeah, yeah that like, extra, kind of like a gunshot. That extra punch in the face. The man, I mean, he's good at everything, but his flams really stand out on yeah, the, me. The drums on this, I mean, the drums on all the albums are really good, but this one, it's just, for this one, I... I I can I can definitely see how you put it as their best. I don't think it's their best. I, I don't I don't hate it. I think it's fun, but uh, like peanuts and oh. Bo- and born in the fifties. Oh, good fucking god! Born in the fifties is not a good song. And- <laughs> okay, I have a story about born in the fifties. Okay, my <laughs> it was one of my it was my brother's birthday years ago, and I spent maybe $30 on a police live record called born in the fifties as a gag gift because we both hated the song so much. (laughs) I spent $30 on a stupid, not even that funny joke over this fucking song. That's how much, that's how bad I think it is. Yeah. Um, it's, it's bad, but I think it's more forgettable. And then we're like his, it's weird. Like peanuts is a good song, but I can't stand his vocals. Don't stand so close to me with those vocals. <laughs> uh, it's, I don't know. It, it's, it's fun. That's all I, all I can say about it. Like I, I do like, uh, was it the closing track? Masoko oh, Tango. so good. It's such a, it's, it's reggae ish, but it's really cool. It's there. That's something uh, we'll discover as we go through their, um, I guess that closing track isn't an instrumental per se, but they're real. I think they're real good at their like instrumental. Some of, yeah, some of them are pretty, pretty fucking spectacular. Uh, so lonely. I do believe is overrated as all hell. It's it's a silly fucking dumb song. I and here's the thing. I can get why it's likable. It's super catchy and has really solid drums that really yeah. kind of punch it. But fuck, man, it's just a generic ass four chords the whole time with Sting. It's a loud, 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 loud. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> if this band, if this band was this instrumentals, they wouldn't have been successful. No. Would have been a better band. Better band. Better band. Uh, I do appreciate Sting's vocals though quite a bit. Like he's got, he's got hey, a nice high fucking whale there. Uh, I'm not going to give him too much credit, but I do think he gets, he gets better. Really? Yes. Hey, this, he this he one, knows how to, to pull it in. He can pull it back. Yeah. Uh, you can pull it out too, you know what I'm saying? Because he's good at sex. That's a stupid joke. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it it fits in re- like his his whales and stuff fit in really well with the punkiness of this album, and it it feels at least it sounded like to me a pretty standard punk album, but separated by how good the vocals and drums are. Yes, there is a definitely a pop element to it, which um, people don't think there's pop elements in punk, but. I don't know. To Absolutely, me, there are definitely to me. Been. Yeah, the Ramones are like one of the greatest pop bands ever. No, yeah. If it wasn't poppy, a lot of it wouldn't be catchy. Maybe hardcore isn't isn't as poppy, but even then, it kind of is. Some well, whatever. We're, we can we'll get to har- more hardcore bands, but <clears throat> until then, this is Alex's pick for their best album. Not mine. Next <laughs> album. This is uh 1979's Agata de Blanc.
Oh man. Okay, so that's a fucking. Whoop, I just fucked the levels. That's a solid fucking opener. Excellent, excellent guitar hero track. Oh, <laughs> yeah, goddamn right it is. So my backstory with this album during my police phase, my my late teens or whatever, this was my favorite album. However, I had to think real hard. This was almost my least favorite album this time Whoa. around. That's how much my opinions have shifted over the years. This is my favorite album. Holy this is my shit. favorite album. Oh, oh, you and me 10 years ago would have gone along real well. But today, we still we're, we're, we're once, <laughs> once again enemies. Once again enemies. Only during the podcast are we enemies. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened to it several fucking times just to make sure I wasn't losing my mind. I'm not a fan. Please present your case. Okay. Uh, so Copeland thinks this is their best album. Really? I guess I was wrong then. Um, I think the pop songs are real tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just appreciate, and even though I wouldn't say they're home runs, this the kind of weird songs like on any other day and does everybody stare? I wouldn't say they're home runs. Okay. Okay. But, but I, I appreciate going there. Okay. I, I appreciate going there. The title track awesome instrumental up there with the closing track of the first album to me uh-huh. and then uh no time this time insanely fast not that that makes it good oh, but it's impressive the last song right yeah yeah that's it see that's a good fucking song and I, I like it a lot but the vocals on that song particularly as well as a couple others they're fucking not good really they're, they're you think like, he gets it's like he's just kind of yelling and trying to get real high, but it sounds unpolished. It sounds kind of kind of rough. But here's the thing: this album has my three favorite police songs, which is "Message in a Bottle," "Bring on the Night," and "Does Everyone Stare." I love "Does Everyone Stare." I think that's a fucking fantastic song. So I like Copeland so much. I attempted to read a book for this podcast. Attempted how to work out, <laughs> but you know there wasn't too much information pertaining to the police. But I did learn "Does Everyone Stare." He actually wrote that for a class when he was in uh, San Diego really? School of Performing Arts. I, for, I forget what the requirement was. Um, and he didn't share what grade he got at it. But um, he basically, like, he started off doing exactly what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then this kind of said, screw that. And the teacher was like, everyone else did the assignment. But the teacher was like, you, Stuart, you actually wrote music, which is impressive. Yeah. And I think it's a fucking great song. It doesn't sound like a police song. Uh, And and I'm not going to say that's a good or a bad thing, because there's a lot of songs uh, throughout their albums that just sound nothing like the rest, but they're not all winners. I think this is a fucking great one. Yeah. What about uh, Walking on the Moon? Uh, uh, In my notes, I will read you my notes. Okay. uh, Simply, fuck Walking on the Moon. (laughs) That's what it says. I absolutely hate that song. It's so boring. It's so goddamn boring to me. I might have to change my closing track this week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Also, fuck Death Wish. That's right below it. I I hate that. I like it. There's so much reggae on here. There's just so much reggae. And... They, the songs themselves don't feel strong enough for me to overlook that it's just super reggae sounding. Yeah, it does. I I think it's it's real solid. Obviously, first two albums, my favorite. It's yeah. just it's just downhill from here on out. Are you lying, piece <laughs> of shit? Okay, well, you know what? All we're, right, we're, I'm gonna hold back. But uh, we're gonna get into a fight. We are the, about the next album. I, I guess. think so. <laughs> the, uh, this is like the this is the beginning of uh, Andy Summer's really cool chorusy guitar tone though like 
he he kind of kept this sound throughout the rest of the entire career. Yeah, he he definitely gets the shaft though later on. He he does have some moments, but Sting and mostly Sting, partly Copeland are just so so enamored with themselves that Summers this takes a back seat. This is actually funny that uh you you're saying that cuz a recent episode of Joey Diaz's podcast, great comedian oh, yeah. Joey Coco Diaz, he he went on a whole rant of like an uh, an episode long rant about ego, and he just kept throwing the police in there as an example of oh, that's why they failed is because of the ego of Sting. <laughs> Shout out to Joey Coco Diaz <laughs> if you want. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is your favorite album. This was my favorite album once upon a time, but now too reggae for me. Not but anymore. Please listen to it. I'm, there's a lot to get out of it. Clearly, I'm just an asshole. So now we're on to. The following year, and this is 1980s Zenyatta Mondada. Oh, yeah, it has a, like a long ass fucking opening. Hold on. <laughs> Should have fast forward. Oh, well, you know. I guess we'll just have to talk wait, to each talk. other. Fucking stupid. Real quick, if you're saying I know that word, Zenyatta, where do I know that from? Overwatch character. Is named, that named after this. Really? Named after this. That album. is a very funny story. I had no idea. There Here we, we go. go. Here we go. More reggae, huh? I can't believe I must have this like been doing stuff with this bloated intro that I this. It's really cool. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get this out of the way, and uh, we're we're gonna is, fight. Yeah, we're gonna this fucking is fucking fight. No right surprise out. whatsoever. This is both my favorite and what I think their best album is. Now let's have it. What, what do you got? What? What do you got? Okay. What do you got? This is gonna take me a minute. <laughs> oh no, he's I, got he's got it planned out. I don't have it planned out. I wrote so many notes about this album. <laughs> Although I am in the minority here. Mike is correct. I think this is their most critically acclaimed album. Okay. But more often than not, this album rubs me the wrong way. Okay. Do not care for Canary in a Coal Mine. I fucking love that song. Uh, it makes me so happy. I, it makes me so happy to hear that song. Something about it. Just. Canary in a Sorry. Do 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 da da da. Okay, it's, it's okay. Okay, has to be one of the stupidest fucking songs it's ever. The most fucking lazy title ever. What's what song? And you know the one the do 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 da 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 da. That one. And Sting thinks it's misunderstood. He thinks people don't get it. I looked at the lyrics, sir. I get it. It's a satire of in rock and roll music how you just want to go with the simplest thing instead of writing intricate lyrics. Uh, rock and roll is filled with silly words. Uh, you think almost any Little Richard song or uh, yeah, that song Blue Moon. Sorry, but I'm sorry. That fucking sounds cool. 
is there's nothing cool about do 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 da da da. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back you up here for a second. And uh, today I was driving around. I was I popped this album in for like the third time just to, like to re- make sure. It, did you turn it down when the song? Came? <laughs> no, I was trying to sing along to it, and I felt like an idiot. That's, that's like if you try to sing along to do 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 da 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 da, you're 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 a fucking gigantic baby. That's just. It's silly. It's yeah, it does. There's nothing cool sounding about that. And I get that, but it's stupid for a satire. So, but I think it's still a fucking catchy song. I still think it's a great song. It It gets, it gets stuck in my head, but, uh, so that's all I want want to say to you. The dude. And then again, more mellow. He like uses the word rape so casually in that song. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, even though this is my favorite and what I think their best album is, I don't think this is a perfect album by any stretch of the imagination. I, the police are a great singles band. Uh, for the most part, I feel like a lot of their albums are, are just a ton of filler. And this one is the same. It has a lot of filler, but I just like a lot of the filler more like you hate Canary and coal mine. That song makes me so happy. It'll, it'll turn my mood around. That's my born in the fifties. song. police. <laughs> And and here's the thing, uh, Man in Suitcase, it's just ska, and ska's, I look at ska like reggae, where it's just so much this genre that most bands, or most ska bands that I've heard, they're just kind of weak, there's just weak writing, because it's so reliant on the style. This is a good fucking song, regardless of the style. Okay. I, that's why I, I think it's great. Um, I, I, I think Shadows in the Rain should be burned. I think it's a horrible song, and it's really, really fucking boring. However, it is the second to last song. It's way at the end. Easy for me to forgive. Plus, once again, they're amazing instrumentals. Uh, the Other Way of, of Stopping, the, the album closer. Such a fucking good instrumental. It's just... It, really- it, is, it is good. Um, also, um, I will say, I like the guitar solo on Bombs Away. That's... Uh- <laughs> Don't know how I feel about the song, it's but the guitar a- solo part is awesome. Uh, uh-huh. I got an interesting story about the track behind my camel. Oh, I was about to bring that up too. Okay, because just to a quick background of the song, it's weird. It's, I love it. It's so weird. It is. It's one of those police songs that sounds absolutely nothing like the police. It's kind of it could be weird in a horror movie soundtrack. Yeah. So the story behind this is this is like a hundred percent Andy Summer. Uh, <laughs> is, that, is he like the Ringo of the group? They just threw it in to make him feel better. He is. Uh, <laughs> Copeland and Sting hated this, at, like to the point where the bass line is so simple on that song because it's Summers playing it. Sting refused to play on this. Of course he did. What a fucking not a team player. Well, not a Copeland team player. like reluctantly did it, so that's why it's kind of some of his more. S- like simple drummer but i'm so glad summer stuck to his drums or or sorry i'm got copeland on the mind uh stuck to his guns because this song is great primus covered it oh. and it won them a grammy what best rock instrumental what yet this song and i really hope sting didn't get one because he didn't <laughs> fucking play on it right <laughs> No, he didn't. But so I hope it's just Copeland and Summers Holy hanging God. those Grammys that say "Behind My Camel." On this it. is a. I don't even like this song. It's so weird. I mean, it's. I, I don't I, dislike I, weird, but it just doesn't. It doesn't fit in at all. It, it's a. It's a total 
redheaded stepchild in the album. I really liked it. I was surprised to see what rich interesting history because yeah i just thought it was a a weird song i liked i wasn't expecting it to have such a a weird history i'm glad it's on the album but it's i don't enjoy it but that's a fucking interesting story again primus covered it so you're all wrong um (laughs) i if i'm judging my life based on primus decisions i'm doing a lot of things (laughs) wrong um i i initially didn't hate stand so close don't stand so close to me but then I just found out it's a sting being a fucking pedo. Is that, is that what he is? Oh, it's about sexual tension between a male teacher and his oh teenage God. student. I, I have a long quote written out, but you know what? Just look it up yourself. You you can think what you think about it. But uh, I think Sting wants to fuck teenage girls as an adult. Has then. he been me too'd? Uh, I feel like it should be coming. <laughs> I mean, the quote, the quote I'm talking about, it's on the Wikipedia page about uh, the song. And um, he basically he, he basically says it's a miracle I didn't fuck any fifteen year old girls when <laughs> oh, I was. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> See, that's something you know what? That's something that David Lee Roth cannot say. Sting did say that in the eighties, but like I don't think it was cool to say that. Like, it's not cool. No, it's not cool to <laughs> no. say. <laughs> but you know, he's like, well, if I did, I'd probably only fuck one because it, it would <laughs> it would last for a year because I'm real good. Oh, yeah, because the tantric sex once again. Oh, okay. All right. Well, this is my favorite. This is, I think, this is their best. It's not perfect, but it's once again fun. And it's got behind my camel. So there's that. Behind my camel. Best. God bless you, Andy Summers. I'm not even religious, but God bless you. Yeah. All right. So I guess we're moving on. This is uh, 1981 Ghost in the Machine. Because I'm gonna shit all over him. That is a good, good baseline. It is. Yeah. Okay, so this is a more hmm, it's cleaner, sleeker. It's more '80s production. There's a lot more uh, synths and keyboards, saxophones, saxophones. Never, rarely a good choice. No, this is my least favorite. I, I put this as the yeah as as you'll see with me. I can't separate worst and from this, least favorite. Really. It's, so yeah, worst least favorite is, album. Okay, all right. This is this was particularly my least favorite because I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> um, the, all punkness is gone. All this the the anything that was raw about the band is completely gone. It's funny you chose these words because I have another quote here. Oh no, it's about where uh, Andy Summers says the fantastic raw trio feel. All the really creative dynamic stuff was being lost. We were ending up being 
backing singers to Sting doing his pop stuff. And he's 100% right. Yeah, yeah. As much as that opening track is pretty good, and, and I mean, everything, every little thing she does is magic or whatever. Like, it's not a bad song. It just, it's. I don't ever need to hear that song ever again. No, it's in a, it's a rom com song. <laughs> That's all it is. It's. Uh, I don't hate it though. Yeah, it's usually I'm pretty good at separating overplayed songs from mm-hmm. the fact that they're overplayed, but that song. But I, I particularly didn't like this one because it even the good songs drag. They all drag. They're, they're, they go on these long, really boring, repetitive jams that don't, they're not really, they're not having fun or improvising. They're just playing the same thing just over and over again for like five minutes. I didn't even write anything good about this album. <laughs> Nothing at all. Just so, no, just uh, giant also, middle finger you wrote down. Yeah. It's, it's like considered like if you read like Rolling Stones, like top 500 albums or any, anything really, you'll see this album popped up, pop up. It's. One of the most, I think that feeds into my hatred of it is how fucking overrated it is. I, and here's the thing, because I, I mentioned just minutes ago that I don't do any research. I don't know where these albums lie on their, their you know, critical acclaim. Or, all, all of them are pretty much really well-loved. Why? <laughs> There's so much nonsense in between. Like, even with the, the, uh, the last album... If they would have just chopped off a couple of the reggae songs, I would have thought that was a fucking fantastic album. And to a point of reference, these are still pretty short albums. They're, they're like 40 minutes. Yeah. But you know what? They'd be better 30-minute albums. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. It's, it's, police have always relied on their style yes. more so than the songwriting. I will, I will say, uh, even though it doesn't fit the tone of the movie, I'm real glad someone made a movie called demolition man and said we're gonna use the police's demolition man i hate that song (laughs) i am not a you know not a fan of it but real big fan of demolition man the movie yeah absolutely goddamn right you never use the shells you ever use the shells never used them before no no you don't I, have you seen them? No, not, of not course years. you have God damn it. No, I saw it when I was younger. Oh, uh, yeah, for a yeah. while. They use shells to wipe their butt, and then Rob Schneider's making fun of Stallone, because he like, I took a shit, what are these shells? And Rob Schneider's like, this this dumb fuck. This, this fucking guy. Oh, God. <laughs> the only time Rob Schneider's ever acted indignant to anybody. <laughs> Look, here's how bad this album is. We've started to talk about Rob Schneider. <laughs> yeah. Look, this album is not offensively bad to me. It's, it, but it's not offensively bad, but it does nothing. It doesn't take any chances, and it drags more than I think any of their other albums. I think the reason why I don't consider it their absolute worst album is because, like I said, the police have proclivity to to go full on with their style. And if you like the police style so much, this album will do that for you. Yeah, I this. I'm I'm glad summer. I'm glad whenever I find someone to validate my feelings. It's any summer. Yeah, it would, how he was like, yeah, the rawness is gone. This where this, you know, this is pretty much like ninety percent sting at yeah, this point. Yeah, bringing in the saxes, the synths. Also, it's you know, it's the '80s. Everyone's guilty of it, and I guess. You know, the police do it better than than other bands. But mm. yeah, this uh, it, 
it sits so wrong with me. Uh, fun little tidbit. You think that album cover is this uh, digital clock mess? Oh, no, it's, that's their heads, right? Yeah, it's their faces. <laughs> that's, I can tell by the spiky sting hair. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how I knew. <laughs> that's the only fun thing I have to say about that album. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, so uh, Alex's worst, Alex's least favorite, my personal least favorite, which leaves only one album left. Very obvious how I feel about this one. This is 1983's Synchronicity. <laughs> oh, fuck me. So wacky. I think we're going to get a fight about this album, too. <laughs> God damn it. The, okay. Probably because this, this to me is the worst album. Okay. So after Ghosts in the Machine, I'm, I'm on a low note. I'm not excited. Okay. Not excited to of course. listen yeah. to this album. Pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Not their best, but, uh, Okay. To, to be fair, I was jumping back and forth between the last two as which one I didn't like more and which one I thought was actually worse. I had that dilemma, too, for a bit. Mm-hmm. Then I had an epiphany. No, not trying to rhyme that synchronicity <laughs> is better is better. Why do you think it's better? Um, there's weird songs like Mother and uh-huh. and Miss uh, Godenko. Yeah. Godenko. And then I think. um King of Pain and Wrapped Around Your Finger work so much better than most of the songs on the previous album. Like those, those to me, I can admit are good, good, like pop 80 songs. So everything you just said is about 40% of my notes, but the opposite. Whoa. I think Mother is immediately baffling. It's, it's, fucking horrible it's it's so different from all their other songs which i appreciate and i'll give it credit for that it's also got a pretty cool solo but it's fucking ridiculous it's it's not at all pleasant (laughs) (laughs) it's not at all pleasant to me at all i do like mr gudenko i think it's pretty cool actually a lot okay but king of pain and wrapped around your finger are boring dog shit i love the sleaze (laughs) and wrapped around your finger the worst part about that song is the main course but i love like the I'm just going to throw it on because oh, like, yeah. I, I can't describe it like, oh, man, there's this like wrapped around your finger is like a song. People had sex to in multiple alleyways, multiple and times. Specifically sting, though. Specific. This list. Ooh, something bad is going to happen in the streets of Miami tonight. That's what that that's what that says to me. That's what I call my bedroom. The streets of Miami. The streets of Miami. <laughs> This does nothing for me. I I like it. It's it's kind of sexy and sleazy. It's pretty sleazy. 
it's more little, sleazy than sexy. It's it's like a really grimy dude trying to be sexy. So it's Sting writing music. I think. Yeah, I think that's why I like it. <laughs> I think that's why I like Alex it. Alex has a type. Not Sting. You stay. You stay away from me. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, because I didn't even want to play the main course. I just like yeah. between the main course of that song. Okay. I, this album, man. You know, it is a stupid song, Murder by Numbers. I like that one a little bit. Whoa. I wasn't ex- <laughs> I thought you were going to go full hate, and then I'm like, yeah, fucking Murder by Numbers, right? <laughs> right, you fucking idiot song. No. I actually, I don't hate that one. But one, two, three, ABC. Genius songwriter. He's not. No, <laughs> listen, I'm not defending his choices. I just didn't hate it as much as the rest. Uh, and, and even every breath you take, everyone in the world has fucking heard that song. Uh, this oh. is the main hit off this album. If pretty I much. share a story. Young me. Uh-huh. Notorious B.I.G. Oh. Passed away. Yeah. It's the VMAs. Puff Daddy walks out. Yeah. All the black people wearing white. <laughs> yeah, the sample. The I'm... sample. Of every breath you take is there. Then that walks Sting. Black suit, beautiful. <laughs> I remember that vaguely as a kid. Uh, uh, I I don't even think I knew who the notorious Big was, but like, I remember like even as a child, there was like something very ridiculous about that performance to me that stayed with me. Yeah, I can see obviously. that thousand yard stare in your eye right now. Yeah, I didn't even write notes for that. That's a hundred percent off the top of my head. <laughs> but it, this song. Even on an album that doesn't kind of know what it's doing, this album comes out of fucking nowhere. This it doesn't at all fit in with the rest of these songs. They they fucking hated each other. I can tell because this is just Sting. This song is Sting. This is not they, a police song. I don't remember if it was this one or some other one. One of the songs he was it such an asshole and recorded such a high quality demo. I, that it wasn't even a demo and there's like there's no way we can replicate this so they right. just use the quote-unquote really? demo holy shit yeah i forget what song it was but um yeah they, they all recorded they were in separate rooms the entire time oh my goodness and copeland and sting got into it and the producer almost left really in the recording of every breath you take because they were so this at each other's throats really oh my god just a couple of foaming foaming tantric sex having pit bulls going at it i'm, I'm kind of turned on but oh god it's funny this made me think of a uh, back in college i had this music teacher he was this really charismatic older italian guy it's very loud voice he'd always speak like he, everything he did was was projecting <laughs> this man has never not used his diaphragm in his entire life and uh someone like students would come in and ask him what he thought about certain famous musicians. One one guy I knew, he said, hey, uh, what do you think of uh, Ozzy Osbourne? And without, without missing a beat, this this teacher goes, talentless. And I, and I laughed my fucking ass off. Cause I like, you know what? You're, you're right. I like Ozzy, but he's not like a fucking virtuoso singer. I, I wish you didn't tell me he was a big Italian guy. I wish you just told me that story because the way you did that, I would think your teacher was this Harvey Feinstein. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, oh, no, no. But, but he would do that a lot. Like he, he had, he was this operatic singer who knew black metal. Like he, he was, he was well versed. And at one point someone uh, asked him, like who, who do you think is like just who's the best? Who do you think has impressed you the most time? He's like, you know, I've been following this this gentleman's career for a very long time. 
And he's, he was so stoic when he said it too. Was he introducing them into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Might as fucking well have been. And he said, they've consistently, consistently <laughs> impressed me through all these years. And that man's name is Gordon Thomas Sumner. But you would know him better as Sting. <laughs> and I left the class because where the fuck do you get off? Oh, man. <laughs> You should have done wacky sting impressions. Um, I don't you know. Just, you just got to pronounce it with uh, every word with a bad Jamaican accent. That's sting. Ja. No, that was, a, a, you know, uh, sting is such an asshole. He made a song about dinosaurs. Boring. Which, which one? Uh, walking in your footsteps. Oh, my God. It's about God. dinosaurs. That's it's so fucking boring, though. <laughs> I don't know. This album, it's just, it's. I think it's the worst because while the, the Ghost of the Machine, while it was just boring and it kind of dragged, it at least had the police style. If you really like the police and you like their style, you'll, you're will you not going to be too disappointed by that. This one throws shit like Mother in there and Every Breath You Take doesn't sound anything like them at all. It just throws in all these boring songs that don't sound anything. It's just sting. It doesn't sound like the police at all. It loses the police style while still managing to be boring. I, I think this is awful. I mean, yeah, at this point, it's full-blown sting. Um, I don't know if it's just me and my love of Copeland, but I felt like the drums were too low in the mix. Mm -hmm. Up those drums. I don't know if Sting was just trying to sabotage everyone and just walk away from this. A huge problem I have it, with later police albums anyway is the fact that Copeland reigns it in too much, I think. I think he's this furious and he's so self-indulgent and all about serving his own ego, which is why he went on to score movies. So it's the Stuart Copeland show. Um, hey, which movies did you do? Oh, he's done a lot. Um, I, can't, I can't even think of a famous one. If you've ever seen the terrible 90s movie Airborne about a surfer who has to go live in Minneapolis <laughs> and starts rollerblading and he makes friends with Seth Green and Jack Black. Uh, Stuart Copeland scored that. Um, Profound. He, he scored the um, Spyro the Dragon video games. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. That's he, I forgot about that. Yep. And That's he, awesome. Yeah, he said it was one of his more like preferable like scoring gigs. He said he he loves scoring those games. I so he should do more video games by that logic. But um, yeah, I, like. I've looked up some things where he talks about scoring movies and he just like frames it in this way where it's more about his own evolution as a musician. And mm -hmm. like, I mean, obviously he's real good. I've said a lot of good things about him, but, yeah. but you know, try not talking about yourself. <laughs> Although I guess why else would people interview it? They, they want to hear him talk about himself, but even the book is like, all right, dude, all right. It all began one fateful night when my mother was giving birth. Is it that type of... No, it's just like he's one of those pricks who's real good and he fucking knows it. And he's not shy oh, about it. I hate it. it. I, I he's love not it. shy about it. I love when people are insecure and they don't believe in their own talent. It's just, it's so much... That's more endearing. It's more for better, better people. Ah, I can't even speak. Better people. Better people. <laughs> it's... Fuck, man. Like, if... I get to know that you're talented to know you're going to have confidence about that, but at least lie to us, pretend that you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It just me. It just seems a little bit more human to 
to be like, all right, thank you. All right, thanks. Thanks. But you know, whatever. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Yeah. Humility goes a long fucking way. Just listen to Bill Burr. Yeah. Or it is funny. He does have a chapter about how weird it is being famous and you're just under like he is so, so, so I, exhausting. All these vaginas being thrown at me constantly. Just, I, I don't know how to deal uh, with it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, he was this like, I think he went in like the Congo for like a movie and like he's just more obsessed with uh polo the game where you ride horses <laughs> they were going to record another album which apparently Sting was this I, I don't know if they were contractually or he just did it because like uh, I have to show up but Copeland like fell off a horse and then Sting was like fuck you motherfuckers and got out of there. oh wow he used that as his out yeah, but allegedly it's it sounds like he this kind of did it as like a a favor, like uh, I guess I'll show up. But mm-hmm. it, that probably would have been their worst album. Oh if, yeah, if Copeland didn't fall off that horse. Oh thank Christ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, I wasn't expecting for us to agree as much. I mean, still disagreed. I wasn't expecting us to agree so much on our dis taste for this band it's not that they're a bad band they're clearly a good band good band that i think is just super overrated like i said when i go into it with the mindset of i'm only listening to it for the drumming uh that's probably not helpful no but like if i didn't like the drumming i would just think they're straight up horseshit and wouldn't say anything good about them damn their singles are fucking phenomenal but that you know what because their singles are so phenomenal, I think they have a greatest hits. Uh, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called Everybody Take, actually. Wait. They re-recorded uh, they Don't re- Stand So Close to Me, 85 version, I believe. It's oh, called. yeah. But yeah, don't fucking listen to that one. Uh, wait, I'm looking it up as we speak. Uh, yeah, Everybody Take singles or classics. Yeah, there's multiple compilations or even like you can get like compilations where like it's Sting and the police. It's uh, the one fuck I, him. the one I'm talking about is everybody take the classics. That one, it's it's why they're good. Every single song in there is like the singles, the hits, the good stuff. And it's like a full ass 13 song full album. But it's like, oh, yeah, you hear this and like, oh, this is a great fucking band. It, they accomplished so much in nine years and five albums. I can throw all the shade I want, but uh, the, yeah, I can't deny how fucking huge they were. No, yeah, absolutely not. I'm not talking about Sting's Wiener. Uh, no. <laughs> Listen to the, the the greatest hits, please. Uh, or, you know, fuck, s- man. seek out weird songs like uh, Mother, Why Does Everybody Stare? Oh, yeah. Yeah, does everyone stare? Yeah, I think you got the name right. I actually don't remember what it's called exactly. Um, or like, yeah, their instrument. See, that's why I have to recommend the albums, though, because like, the instrumentals are really good. Yeah, yeah, you don't get that stuff on the best of. Skim through the albums. That's that's what it is. At what, your own discretion. Yeah, you know what? Or just ignore us completely. Whatever. So, I, I don't know. Whatever. This is like, we actually, we're making it about an hour. Usually we go way over, but... I think we agree with too many things. Yeah. They have a smaller uh, discography, although I don't know what CCR was. CCR was seven. This is only five. I think our hatred of Sting were just like, <laughs> yeah. what do you want me to say? Too much bonding over our hatred of Sting. I fucking hate him. I can't say anything. Goddamn. So to recap, my uh, 
shit, I just lost my notes. My favorite favorite album, as well as what I think their best album is, 1980s Zenyatta Mondada. It's got Don't Stand So Close to Me. It's got Da Do 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 Da 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 Do 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 Da 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 Da. It's got Canary in a Coal Mine. Ah, uh, I I like that one. It's, it, they're all fun. Like the early, the first two albums, they're all fun. But this one just felt a little bit more consistent. Hated it less. Uh, least favorite, 1981's Ghost in the Machine. For all the reasons we mentioned. Worst, 1983's Synchronicity. For all the reasons we mentioned. Uh, for me, best album, Outlandos D'Amour. Personal favorite, Regatta de Blanc. Regatta de Blanc. Did I say that right? <laughs> uh, worst, most hated. I will not throw it on unless someone has a real compelling case for me to ghost in the machine. We're uh, done. We're done here. We're done. We're done here. Ghost in the machine. So thank you once again. I feel like we might get yelled at for our opinions here. I bring it on. Bring essay the fuck on. So if you want to do that, go ahead and email us at every album ever at gmail.com. If you want to be wrong and an asshole who enables <laughs> staying writing songs about teenage girls, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, go ahead and do that at Pope Jesse Ventura. You can follow Alex at Mother Puncher. And uh, if you want to read anything other of my musings and writings, you can go to notvideogamereviews.com. That's where I write about the video game industry, comedy about video games, bullshit, I guess. So. Thank it's, you again for listening, huh? It's like the hard times, but not as good. Not even remotely as good. It's more It's more of how I speak on here, just sort of complaining and yelling and laughing too much. But thank you again for listening. We'll be back next week with another artist and more obnoxious opinions about that. Alex, what are you going to close it off with? If, if y'all were paying attention, you know damn well what I'm closing this podcast out with. Oh, man. <laughs> this is Behind the Camel. Thanks for listening. See ya.